Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your host, Orange Belt Devo, joined on the Orange Belt platform, finally, by Orange Belt Andy. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. And we are both looking up to the sky, to the purple haze that is Purple Belt Hells. (laughs) Um, Hello, everyone. This is what it's like when doves cry. (laughs) But on that distant mountaintop holding a pebble we must grab is Sensei Neil. Hello, everybody. Hey, David, since... If, in case there's someone who's just joining us, do you want to explain the whole orange and purple belt thing? That's true. That's true. This season of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, we are embarking on a kumite of trivia knowledge. We decided we needed to spice things up a bit. We were a little too cordial last season, and we needed to determine who is the trivia sensei. Neil was killing it last season, no doubt. So he has, he's got the pebble we have to take. And right now, Kells looks like the one most likely to take it. Oh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Well, you've gotten ahead of us, so that's why I say that. This is true. I'm still at the wax on, wax off level of the game, pretty much. And and Sensei Neil wants that car shining. <laughs> <laughs> Next is painting. Ooh. <laughs> so, so, Sensei Neil, what will you be challenging us with today? Today's theme, well, I'll, I'll explain the rules a little bit. Each week we have a theme, and within that theme we've got six categories of four questions each. Each question is worth ten points, and there's going to be a few bonus points thrown in here and there. And then we've got a final question that is worth up to 100 points. And today's theme is... Oceans, large bodies of water. And our first category in oceans is, everybody? Science. Now, I I was hoping to, I feel like you guys did too well on on my last science question, my last science section. So I thought I made these pretty hard. But then I was... um, I was going over them with some some friends of mine at work, and they were getting all of them right. So uh, I'm afraid I might have made it too easy. So uh, if I did make it too easy, I apologize. Are your friends at work oceanographers? No, I mean they're they're computer <laughs> okay. computer people mostly. But so uh, so uh, is the first round is supposed to be the warm up? We limber up the trivia muscles. We don't want to pull anything. Why do you want us to trip and fall right away? Because I want you to be able to go uphill from there. Oh, see, teaching it's through hard to adversity. Clown with a, it's hard to clown with a you know shredded hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, I, I think this one is going to end up being a lot easier than I thought it was. So let's 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 see how it goes. So. Question: I'm going to put five. my liberal arts degree to the test. Yes. <laughs> Don't you all have liberal arts degrees? We do. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm biology. You are? Yeah, that was that was my focus. Oh. Well, huh. there you go. All right. Yeah. We'll start off with a simple question. 
within one million cubic miles, what is the estimated volume of the oceans of this planet? <laughs> anyway, these are way too easy. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were just me and my friends were just having a, a drinking contest and 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 figuring this out. Uh, <laughs> I was kind of hoping for spell ocean. <laughs> o s h u n. If there's not an entire category on Billy Ocean, I'm going to be so mad. Uh, sure, I'll. I'm like it. All right, I'm. I, repeat the question again. Within <laughs> it won't help. <laughs> I know. I know. Within one within one million cubic miles, what is the estimated volume of the oceans? Not the surface area, the volume. Oh my! Right. I did feet. Hold on a second. the ocean i believe covers 72 percent of the planet carry the one i'm locked in i'm locked in i'll play your games (laughs) trebek i'm locked in yeah i'm locked in god this is terrible okay uh kells why don't you start us off all right, I'll start with my logic. Um, two of my favorite basketball players growing up, <laughs> Allen and Michael Jordan. So I put their numbers together, and I came up with three hundred and twenty-three million. Okay, uh, Andy, I went with one billion. Wow. That's a great. One. Yeah, I know. Dave, I went with two hundred and fifty a million. Okay. Um, the answer is, I mean, this is an estimate. Keep in mind, and it's it's um, yeah, nobody could actually can't really measure it. You're taking the average and and so on. But the number I have is, what did you say, Kels? Uh, three hundred and twenty-three million. The correct answer is three hundred and twenty-two million two hundred and eighty. Are you kidding? No way. You're not serious. No way. You're not serious. I'm serious. So it's not a billion. It's not a billion. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? It's more like a third of a billion. (laughs) Wait a minute. Is a billion more or less than a million? I can never keep that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well done. I'm not sure you're you're playing the right name, Andy. (laughs) <laughs> oh man. What are the lottery numbers? Because the, the lottery has more than more dollars in it than the volume of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Question two. Uh, not all oceans are on our planet. Saturn's moon Titan has seas that are primarily made up made up of three main uh, hydrocarbons. What are those three main hydrocarbons? And for a bonus, what's the name of the probe that orbited Saturn for 13 years and confirmed the presence of those oceans? I think I might not know this. (laughs) You need to get all all three of the the primary. Oh, we have to go three? 
There's no partial credit on this one. Okay, because I mean, at least two of them are okay. complete are obvious, so they're kind of gimmies. Are they? Okay. Um, I'm gonna go out on the limb on this, and I just, I just need you to follow my logic. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to lock right. in. Hopefully, my chemistry labs have not let me down. All right, I've, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Okay. Andy? Wait a minute. Methane, nitrogen, and hydrogen. Okay. David? Hydrogen, carbon, and helium. And Kells? Oh, wait. Uh, did you guys get the uh, the bonus? What was the name of the probe that orbited Saturn for 13 years? I was going to go with Galileo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with explore. I'm going with explore one, but that's wrong. Okay. All right, Kels. Okay. Now you did say hydrocarbons, right. right? Okay. Now, if if my studies didn't fail me, I went with the hydrocarbons of um, methane, okay. uh, ethane, mm-hmm. and um. I think Hank Hill used to sell this uh, propane. Okay. All right. Now this is this is where it's gonna get crazy, and I know I'm probably wrong, <laughs> but um, you know I like wrestling, right? I, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. All right. Well, if you haven't noticed, big wrestling fan. There's a guy by the name of Perry Saturn. Dave, oh, you probably remember him. I do. All right. You remember his <laughs> finishing move? The rings of Saturn. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. correct. So he did this really odd promo one time, and he was addressing Dean Malenko. And I only remember this because it was odd. And he said he was going to introduce him to the Cassini division. Are and you kidding me right now? No, well, I think I he's right. And he said he was going to separate his shoulders. And I thought the Cassini division was his new finishing move, but turns out he was just crazy. <laughs> So I went yeah. with Cassini for the probe. Right. Okay. If 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 Kells gets the science question right because of an obscure wrestling quote, I am quitting this game. Wow. I'm putting it out there right now. I will go on strike. That's a bold statement. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you ready for the correct answers? Mm-hmm. Um I will say that Kells is the only one that mentioned three hydrocarbons. Hydrocarbons are, are molecules that are made up of hydrogen and, and carbon. Uh, Liberal arts degree, man. And, <laughs> and the correct ones are <laughs> ethane, methane, and Hank Hill's favorite, propane. Yes. And the bonus I... is the probe's name was Cassini. <laughs> Attica. Attica. <laughs> well, good night, everybody. Come on, Andy. Let's get things off here. Get the screen off. There's only there's only two more. There's only two more until we get radios. To the end.
And I'll tell you, just so you know, the first music question is about Billy Ocean. So, <laughs> how could it not be? <laughs> All right, let's let's move on. Question three. Um, I, I was actually kind of struggling with some of the ocean questions. To, I don't really like the like within a certain range for things that some people don't know much about. But I do have another one here. What is the depth? Yeah, I know. Sorry. What is the depth of the Mariana Trench within 100 meters? I, I think I might actually. Oh, I think I know this. I'm going to lock in. What is my range? 100 meters. So I'm looking for oh, we're doing this. Did we lose a war or something? <laughs> what, what happened to feet and miles? Did I miss something? <laughs> <laughs> did we lose a war danny <laughs> we do have we do have international uh listeners who who we do is better i see i can't do the math I'm locked. I'm locked in. i am losing so Locked in. Okay. Wow. David, do you want to kick us off? Sure. Um, I was in Andy's boat and I was thinking in feet, but I, I tried to do a quick gazenta to get me to <laughs> 9,000 meters. Okay. Uh, Kels? I went with 11,000 meters. Okay. Andy? This is interesting. I'm falling in the middle of them. I know it's 36 miles. Okay. And I think that's roughly 10,000 meters. I th think. Okay. Actually, I totally guessed because <laughs> that's a good round number. <laughs> well, the correct answer. So I'm surprised I'm in the middle of these guys. <laughs> um, the correct answer is 10,994 meters. Kells, you missed it by six meters. So Kells got it. <laughs> and Andy didn't. Wait, we Andy had a range. Of, I thought it was, what was, of 100. it was 100 meters, right? Yeah, so basically 11,194 to uh, 10,894. Okay. I'm I'm yeah. waiting for a table to flip in. You know what we're teaching kids right now listening to the podcast? Hate science. That's what we're teaching. <laughs> okay. Well, there's only one left. Thank Question goodness. four. One of the few dozen species of sea uh, of the few dozen species of sea snake, only the yellow-bellied sea snake is completely pelagic. What is its scientific name, genus, and species? Uh, actually. <laughs> Kels. I actually <laughs> can can you repeat the question again just so I make sure I heard you. Of, right. of the few dozen species of sea snake, only the yellow-bellied sea snake is completely pelagic. What is its scientific name, genus, and species? Do we dissected these in comparative oh, comparative morphology? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, wow. I'm like, damn. 
Dave, remember Dr. Williams' Arkansas history class where we dissected those snakes? Yeah, it was pretty time. amazing. Good times. Oh, All right. Um, I want to. I want to meet Neil's friends. Like, oh, these are easy. <laughs> I, well, everybody knows Kills that. Kills is my friend, and he's doing pretty well. <laughs> he's he's okay. kind of backing into some of them, but. I'm gonna, I'm gonna punt. I'm I'm out. Ray guy, Ray guy. Dude, you could. So you this could've... is a two part question, correct? I have to name the scientific name and the and the genus, right? The scientific name well, and I the want genus. The genus and species. That's a, yeah, that's the scientific genus. name. Oh, okay. The, oh, I like, see. Like All Homo right. is our genus and species, and uh, Sapien is our, is our species. Right. Right. I'm gonna unpunch illegal procedure. Plant. Illegal <laughs> procedure. I'm I'm unpunting. All out. I might need to save the punch for something later. Yeah, dude, you you could go um, any name from the East West. East West. Okay, I I am totally locked in. I think I got this. <laughs> you are full of junk. No, I got this. I think Andy went with Murgatroyd's kill. <laughs> Murgatroyd's totally got this. <laughs> All right, I'm just writing down a thing, and that's it. I'm locked in. Uh, Andy, why don't you start us off? Jakeos dos nekios. <laughs> that is so close. Dave? Dave I know. Uh, just put a more eel, because that's the only one I could think of. Okay. And Kells? Uh, a hydrophis platerus. The correct answer is the Hydrophis platerus. Oh, I knew that too. Because science <laughs> and things. Yeah. So at the end of round one, I've got Andy and Deva with nothing, but I've got Kells with the answer and 42 points. Oh, he uh, does indeed. So I feel like. Hey, Davo, maybe you and I can just start playing Minecraft or something during the first category. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I feel like I should point out something. The The Monday after this episode airs, do you guys know what day that is? Tuesday? Nope. <laughs> the Monday after this episode airs on next, next Tuesday. It's the 1st of April. It's the 1st of April. Which means it's April Fool's Day. So, was this science category in April Fool's? Please tell me this is all <laughs> April Fool's Day. I gave Kelvin the answer. None of this is. I gave Kelvin the answers this afternoon. <laughs> Are you absolutely kidding me right now? We've oh been played. <laughs> We've been had. Dude. <laughs> Which is funny because when you you sent the the um, the ethane methane propane one, I was like, man, those are hydro. <laughs> like, I bet that has something to do with the question. Oh my god! Genuinely, Neil, when you were talking about how your friends thought this was easy, I was like, this guy is jerking our chain. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way anybody was just randomly coming up with these answers. Wow. I've been oh. wanting to do that for a long time, and I just realized that the, 
the next <laughs> this next episode comes out just before April Fool's Day. So that was beautiful. That's fantastic. <laughs> I, that I was, was beautifully played. I was feeling really, am, really bad, <laughs> and now I feel really, really good. Well, you know what? That was great. You know what's going to make you feel even better? What? I still have four actual science questions. <laughs> oh, that, that oh doesn't have let me cross these off. No, I've got a struggle. Kells, by the way, it's well like, played, Kells. You had me. <laughs> I never suspected for a minute. I, I thought there was something hinky about your friends saying these are too easy because I couldn't imagine anybody saying these are too easy. <laughs> I've met a couple of Neil's friends and I could say, yeah. <laughs> and I got to admit, I should have. we should have suspected because the, the, the three of us are all from the same university. Uh, did you did you graduate from the U of A too, Neil? No. I don't know. Okay, but like I didn't graduate I from could, there when either. when Kels. Rock no, you sort of did. Um, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> when Kels was saying we dissected this, I was like, "Wait a minute!" What? Yeah, that kind of threw me too because this is a pretty highly uh, highly venomous snake. You don't. <laughs> well, we didn't go out and kill. Him. <laughs> You picked the right audience for that bluff because we had no <laughs> even slightly any clue about what was going on. No, no. And for the uh, like the Mariana Trench, I gave you a range of about one percent plus or minus, and uh, even less than that. Yeah, that seemed a even weird. less than that for the for this cubic mile. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, uh, <laughs> Oh my god! All right, you guys, you guys, uh, ready no, to start the game? No. So, I'm totally <laughs> limbered up now. <laughs> Neil pranking us out of left field—that was just beautiful. This is what a sensei does; that, keeps you on your toes. That is going down in legend. I can't, you know, as as everybody knows, my answer sheets I autograph and sell on eBay, and yeah. I imagine this one is going to be sought after with the. The four mock questions. Well, I just, so I'm running science again. I definitely and the copious amount of cursing. <laughs> I was, you know, you could tell when Dave was getting mad because he gets yeah, quiet. I that. <laughs> and by the fourth question, Davo was like, yeah. "I want to be anywhere but here, anywhere else, anywhere but here." <laughs> so it, it was my idea. It was very well it was played. my idea, but I had a, I had well a great played. assist there. Well, well played. <laughs> From the best. So <laughs> yeah, Wendy. Wendy thinks Cal's is the nice one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Science for reals this time. Question oh, one. Good. I'm ready now. <laughs> what trench has the lowest point in the Atlantic Ocean? Oh, uh, um, I'm locked in. Atlantic Ocean. Yes. Right. Okay. The other one we talked about is not in the Atlantic. I don't know this one. Um, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. All right, Kels. I went with the Puerto Rico trench. Andy? Super cold, super deep trench. Okay. And Devo? <laughs> I went with the Atlantis Highway. 
Ooh, I like that one better. <laughs> okay, so I just want you to know I have not given Kelsey answers to this part. Uh, I, yeah. The correct answer is Puerto Rico. <laughs> huh. Kel's got a science question right. That's really great. Yeah, I came on that one. <laughs> All right, question two. How many people have been to the bottom of the Mariana Trench within one? I'll give you a range of one person. Does Doctor Who count? <laughs> Actual <laughs> real in. people. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Okay, Andy? I'm going to say two, Jacques Cousteau and Dr. Yeah, Ballard. Well, luckily for you, I didn't ask you to name them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I came up with two, actually. That's how I, that's what I'm joking here. I have no okay. idea. But uh, David? Yeah. I said five. And Kels? Now, did you say to like the bottom of the Mariana yes. Trench? I went with none. It is a Ooh. trick question because Megatron is the only being <laughs> to be at the bottom of the Mariana Trench. I think and he's not right. human. Um, well, the correct answer: uh, there were two gentlemen in a, nev- a naval oh. bathyscaph in the fifties, I think, <laughs> and then just recently, I think in the two thousands, James Cameron went oh. down in his own little submarine. So there have been a total of three, really? which means Andy gets 10 points. Dang it. Yeah. Well played, Andy. For completely the wrong reason, but he still got For completely <laughs> the wrong reason. I totally guessed the two biggest oceanographers I could come up with. One of the guys that went that went down in the, the, the naval ship, was uh, his name was Jacques Picard, if that helps. That's nice. Nice. Oh. nice. Um, question three. This one's a 50-50 question, so you have at least a 50% chance of getting it right. Oh, that's how those work. Is seawater more salty in the tropics or in the polar regions? Ooh. Watch it. You don't have to know why. You just have to... (laughs) I... I love how you're softballing the science questions to us. It's okay to guess. Just do your best. I'm locked in. All right. Let's start off with Devo. Polar. Okay. And Andy? I started writing down tropical because my thought process was, you know, salt doesn't really freeze. Salt water doesn't freeze, and then it hit me like a course. So in the polar region, the water it's still liquid is going to be more salty. So I crossed off tropical halfway through and put down polar. And Kels, uh, polar for the sweep. Well, there was a sweep, but it was my sweep, not yours. The correct answer is prize. There's a number of reasons for it. Um, but one of the reasons is the warmer water is able to have you ever like if you're if you're making tea or something uh hot tea uh, absorbs or you know takes up more water or i mean more sugar right than cold tea does right so that's that's part of it it, it dissolves 
the the salt dissolves better and there's other reasons too that i don't recall off the top of my head but you were all incorrect so excellent there's only (laughs) there's only one more science question i promise huh seems like we've been doing this for days (laughs) (laughs) so the the theme is oceans um uh-huh. But a sea isn't very well defined, but generally it's considered to be a region of an ocean that's bounded by either land or currents or specific latitudes and longitudes. So by that definition, what is the only sea that has no land boundaries? There's a sea that's bordered only by currents in a bigger ocean. in with what I got. No, yeah, I'm, I'm locked in with something Were wrong because I just no. every sea I can come up with I can also find a coast for. Maybe, you know, Devo, you just said you're going to lock in with what you've got. Maybe we should add a twist to the game where you could lock in with what someone else's has. Ooh. <laughs> I will steal Kel's answer. Oh, you don't want it. No, I don't. Mine isn't all that great. Mine's brilliant. Of course. Yep. Don't want to brag, guys, but I got this one in the bag. All right. Nice. Kells, you want to enlighten us? Are you locked in? Yeah, yeah, locked in. Um, Well, it took everything in me to not say, you know, to see a tranquility. Mm. Uh, That's my so I want the Philippines Sea. I know it's wrong, but you know I just needed something right, out there. Andy. Well, I was really proud of my Sea of Tranquility answer, but apparently, <laughs> sorry, it Andy. was a toss-off from Kells. So <laughs> I'll go with Caribbean Sea. Uh, and Devo. <laughs> well, I will also go with Caribbean Sea, but I won't sing okay. it. That's probably good. <laughs> well, the correct answer is the Sargasso Sea. Of course it is. You're making Where the heck it is, is off the uh, it's in the middle of the Atlantic, basically. Hmm. Isn't that mentioned in Pirates of the probably. Caribbean? Uh, that name Sargasso Sea. Sounds like a pirate. <laughs> yeah, it's um... I never noticed your your brilliant pirate voice until just now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Don't hold back. <laughs> we gotta let this really shine. Spot on. It's called that because of the uh, sargasso seaweed that kind of accumulates in the middle of it because it's basically a giant gyre that uh, 
just kind of spins around slowly. And it's also, um, because it's kind of bounded by these huh. currents, it's relatively calm in the middle of it usually. So it's, it's not necessarily the best place to sail. So I think that's yeah. where the Kraken was in one of the, the, the movies. In the Sargasso? Oh, yeah, like... Possibly. Yeah. Not good for sailing? Yeah. I've missed eight science questions in a row. I feel <laughs> terrible. <laughs> well, here, here, if there's a silver lining, Dave, you're not that far behind. That's the only silver lining. Like 20 points. <laughs> well, I don't know. I my, my score, I've got Kells with 10, Andy with 10, and Devo with 0. Yeah, we all did real well with that one. Woo! Okay. Let's move on to music. Oh, oh thank God. Question God. one. God. Billy Ocean won a Grammy in 1985 for what song? Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Uh, Andy. Caribbean Queen. Do you know the full name? That That is the full name. Caribbean Queen. Eva? Mm. No? Mm. I'm, I I also put down Caribbean Kells. Uh, Caribbean Queen. I'll give you all credit for Caribbean Queen, but the full name is Caribbean Queen, parentheses, No More Love on the Run. Oh. Really? That's right. That because a song like that needs a <laughs> subtitle. <laughs> question two this grammy award-winning r&b singer joined the hip-hop collective odd future in 2010 for a bonus what is the full name of odd future um so you you don't want you want the full name of odd future you don't want the the guy i want the guy that's the that's the question the the bonus is what is what is the full name of odd future Okay. I'm locked in. I kind of had vaguely heard of this guy. I'm locked And when I was writing this question, I listened to a couple of his songs. And I actually, I'm not a big hip-hop or R&B fan, but I really liked him. He's kind of different. Yeah, he's got good stuff out there. Assuming you know who it is, Kels. I do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a fan. My roommate uh, introduced me to uh, his music a while back. I'm locked in. Dave? I went with Frank Ocean. Uh, Andy? (laughs) Um, it was Tito Jackson, and wow. the the full name is Odd Future. No, seriously, that's her full name. Just Odd Future. Wow, you're not, you're not that far <laughs> off, Kels. 
Uh, Frank Ocean. What? And, yeah, that wasn't a joke. No, no. <laughs> Frank Ocean is really? real. Yeah, I've never heard of this it's band. A guy. Well, it's one person. <laughs> okay, but well, there their, you go. Their proper name is Odd Future Wolfgang. Killed them all. Of the course, correct answer is abbreviated to OFWGKTA. What Kel? What Kel's just said. <laughs> sure. They're they're weird. Oh, I'm doing great. Yeah, I, most of the people in there I'd never heard of. I've heard of Tyler the Creator, although I don't know that anything that he saw. Oh, but there's like 20 people in it. Yeah. Yeah they they roll deep. That's what you say. And I don't. <laughs> I, and I don't exactly know what a hip hop collective is, but it sounds pretty fun. I mean, it sounds like a party, right? <laughs> it's, it's usually a group of acts um, uh, bound together by usually a record label or a region that they all. And they like represent. sing on each other al- each other's albums and stuff like that. Yeah, usually um, they they pop up on each other's tracks. Well, now I know. All right, question three. The Ocean is a song on the album Houses of the Holy, which is the fifth album and first non-eponymous album from what band? Locked in. Locked in. <laughs> Um, locked in. Kels? I have no idea, but I went with Chicago. Andy? Oh, don't even, don't even scratch that wound. Okay. Let's not pull that scab. I see what you're doing. It's not going to work. No. What'd you say? Um, Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Quick answer is Led Zeppelin. All right. Question four. The king of the surf guitar died recently at age 81. Name him and for a bonus, name his signature song, which was used in the movie Pulp Fiction, among many others. Locked in. Oh, man. Did you know he died? I can't remember the name of that song. I, I didn't know he I died. Could, I remember the song, but I, the name. Uh, I'm locked in. I'm going to lock in. Okay. Uh, start with Dave, though. Uh, his, the king of the surf guitar was Dick Dale. And the, it's got a one-word, really snappy title that I just cannot remember. I I did not lock in for the the bonus, but I I know the song okay, well. Kels. All right, I only know the bonus, and it's Miserlou, I believe this how it's pronounced. Yeah, there you go. But for the artist, I say Johnny okay. Utah. Andy. 
Um, I always thought it was pronounced Miserlou, but um, it's Dick Dale and uh, played a Fender. And the whole idea was he, he made it, he felt like he made it sound like he was playing underwater. It was kind of a very distinctive sound of his. And uh, the uh, <clears throat> Miserlou is actually a traditional um, like Persian or, or Arabic song. And I, I think it's, I think that's right. Or maybe it's Greek. I forget now, but anyway, it was kind of his nationality, and so he he played several songs in that kind of in that style and modernized them. Uh, but so the correct answer is Dick Dale and Mr. Lou. So that was a lot better, Davo. Mm-hmm. Get me out of that science. <laughs> At the end of round two, I've got Andy with forty-two, Davo with forty, and Kells with thirty-four. Close game, kids. Yeah. All right, let's do music again. (laughs) Can we do comic Uh, books, please? Category is comic books. No. Yes. No. No, Of course not. not. (laughs) Damn. Damn. I already wrote it down. (laughs) (laughs) The next category, category three, is Oceania. Which apparently some people are are starting to say that Oceania is the continent that includes Australia and all the um, all the little islands. The the um, yeah, so yeah, that's what this category is about. Question one: Guadalcanal was the location of the first major Allied offensive against Japan in World War II. What island nation is Guadalcanal a part of? I should say what archipelago nation is Guadalcanal part of. It's made of islands, but it's not an island. I'm going to lock in. I'm I'm locked in. a good question i feel like i should know this i'm locking in for a long time i thought guadalcanal it sounded like it was like south american or or, you know in central america but just the name it does but it is not david where is it i said the marshall islands else I almost went that route, but I went with the Solomon Islands. Andy. Solomon Islands, guess. Your guess is the Solomon Islands. The correct answer is the Solomon Islands. Thank you. Question two. This atoll in the Marshall Islands was the site of 23 nuclear tests by the United States. Locked in. Between, I and I think like 46 and 56. Was that everybody? On the locked in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm locked in. Okay. Kels? Are you ready, kids? <laughs> oh, I spaced. Uh, it's, I believe it's Bikini Atoll. Andy? Bikini Atoll, and that's the only way I knew it as well. <laughs> 
Dana. Bikini Atoll. Okay, question three. If Australia is the largest island in Oceania, what is the second largest? Uh, I'm locking in with a guess. I am locking in as well. Okay, Andy. Greenland? <laughs> That's a big island. Uh, Dave. <laughs> Uh, I went with the South Island of New Zealand. And Kells. I went with, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I've never heard it said uh, Papua New Guinea. Oh, there you go. Okay. So I guess it's not Greenland. Um, let me, okay. Then it's probably Borneo or something like that. I didn't know if Indonesia would be part of Oceania. So here's, this might not have been a great question. Depends on how you define Oceania. Um, I was basing it on um, the, the actual islands. Politically, uh, they, they don't consider the Indonesia part of New Guinea as that that's part of Indonesia, so that half of the island isn't part of of um, Oceania. Oh, okay. But I was including it. I was including that entire island as Oceania. So the correct answer is New Guinea. Papua New Guinea is the east side of the island. It's the country, mm -hmm. right? Oh, so the whole so island. So the whole island is called New Guinea. Oh. So I'm trying to decide. I think I'll give Kells half credit for that. That's fair. That's how I hit you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, Andy should get uh, minus points for saying Greenland. <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah. tempting. <laughs> right. Yeah. We don't want to start that precedent. No. <laughs> You'll have people winning with two points. <laughs> okay. Okay. Everybody had their fun. Should have guessed Walden. Four. <laughs> Question four. The strait between the North and South Islands of New Zealand are named after what explorer? Locked in. Is everybody locked in? Yeah, I'm locked in with a total guess. Okay. Uh, Kells, what's your answer? I just threw out um, Gibraltar. Okay. Deva? Uh, Captain Cook. Hmm. And Andy? Much better answer. I, I am surprised at, at both of my teammates here. Um, we we seem to have forgotten the the exploits of Captain Crunch and the amazing <laughs> things that he has done for for exploring the ocean. It is indeed the the Crunch Straits where the the Crunch Berries come from. And and Davo, I am particularly I'm looking at you. I can't oh, believe yeah. I forgot the exploits of of Captain Aloysius Horatio Crunch. <laughs> you mean the guy whose name changes every time you do this? Every time he has so many, look, he has so many. He's only a no, pioneer in destroying the roof of your mouth. That's the only thing. 
<laughs> it's just Horatio Magellan. He doesn't have that many names. Uh, <laughs> however, that is not the correct name. It is the Cook Strait, named after Captain James Cook. James. It was pretty Actually, much the- it was Captain Crunch's cook. Captain Crunch was so embarrassed by taking the you know, by people <laughs> using his name constantly. He's like, you know what, Cookie, this one's yours. Famous quote of his: "Cookie, this one's yours." It's kind of guy <laughs> Captain Crunch was. He's a good man. Was a good man. All right. We have an extremely tight game right now. I've got uh-huh. Andy. Andy with 62 points, Devo with 60 points, and Kells with 59 points. Yeah. I don't know kind of I'm like. winning because I feel like I'm losing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're all losing in a way. Oh, this is a rough oh man. We're in rough seas here, boys. Yeah. Look to the crunch. <laughs> Speaking of being in rough seas, <laughs> category four is movies. What's the name oh. of the 1944? <laughs> <laughs> well, Kel's got this what one right. You haven't finished the question, but Kel's got it. Uh, there's going to be at least one of these that you guys will get. Yeah. Probably. I hope. Question one. What is the name of the 1944 Hitchcock survival movie set entirely on a boat in the ocean? Locked in. Man, that's one of the few I haven't seen. Looked really good, though. But do you know the name of it? I do not. I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. Um, Andy, did you were you locked in? Yeah, I locked in yeah, first. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Kels. I I want to say it was lifeboat. Yeah, that sounds good. Do you want to, or you're going to? I also, I also would like to lock in with lifeboat. Okay, there we go. Andy, lifeboat, and Devo. I said shipwreck. Answer is lifeboat. There's, there's kind of some nice. interesting stories behind it. You know how Hitchcock used to do uh, cameos in all of his movies. This mm-hmm. movie took place. This this movie took entirely took place entirely on a lifeboat. So there really wasn't any opportunity for him to just kind of stroll by, right? So what they did is he had, he had recently lost some weight. So they had a newspaper in the lifeboat that had a. Uh, a weight loss drug ad with a before and after picture that was Alfred Hitchcock <laughs> before and after. And and that was his cameo. Someone looked at that. That's fantastic. There he was. <clears throat> Good evening. I'm sorry. It, he, he got a, this is, this film was, was made in 1944 and you guys know what was going on during that time. Yes, indeed. And there was a, um, a German U-boat captain. Basically, the story is a an American ship got uh, torpedoed by, I guess, mutually destroyed a um, 
a U-boat. I don't know the exact story, but anyway, they had a German captain on on board, and they kind of portrayed him in a somewhat favorable light, and got a lot of criticism for that. Yeah, it's kind of an anti-war film because they they turn on the German captain quite brutally yeah. at the end of the film, and you kind of get a sense of he was a human being too, trying to escape the uh, the shipwreck. Well, if I remember correctly, wasn't he he had some water or something in a flask that he was holding from? Yeah, the I mean he was also double dealing, but you know, and, and classic Hitchcock, Hitchcock, nobody was really innocent in that lifeboat. Yeah, but in the, the end, they the did film. they did save a German sailor too. Yeah, that's true. I've always loved the opening. This the opening couple minutes of that film. It's a close shot of a a steamboat whistle, and suddenly, and it looks like you know the steamboat whistle up against the sky, like you've seen in a thousand films, and then suddenly it sinks beneath the waves. And it's really a shocking moment when you're in the opening scene of that film when you realize, oh, I was a sinking ship I was looking at. <laughs> a spoiler alert to anybody out there who hasn't seen it. That would be me. <laughs> so thanks, Andy. Well, but it's from 1944. Like, so it's right. I, mean, I think we're safe. <laughs> we had time. So. Yeah, I've had plenty of time to see that movie. In the sixth <laughs> sense, he was dead all along, Davo. Decino. What? You monster. Sorry. Luke is actually related to Darth Vader. What? Yep. Third Getting that out there. So one last bit on Lifeboat. There's no music throughout. The, there's music during the opening and closing credits, but none throughout the rest of the movie. And uh, when talking about that with, with someone, Hitchcock said, but there's, it, it's silly. There's no, there's no orchestra out there in the middle of the ocean. And which kind of sounds like a good point until the, the person he was talking with said, well, there's no cameras either. So. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to question two. In the movie Castaway, what piece of flotsam does Tom Hanks use as a sail on the raft he sails off of his island? Ooh, could you repeat that? In the movie Castaway, what piece of flotsam does Tom Hanks use as a sail on the raft that he sails off his island on? I think I have too many prepositions in that sentence, but what does he use as a sail on his raft? Oh, I'm, I'm locking in with a, hmm. I know about the volleyball. I know about the the FedEx yeah. package he kept forever that he delivered. If you can't remember movie, his sale, you see the movie. If you've seen it, you're gonna you're gonna remember when you find out the answer. I think. Well, I'm locked in with something. It's just not ringing a bell. It's not a bell. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have no idea. I've seen it a couple times, and haven't done this in a while. I'm gonna put Ray guy. Hang time. 
For some reason, yeah, I don't. In. I don't ever hear Andy when he locks in. But let's start with Andy. Which, what's your answer? It's uh, it's a big sheet of like uh, plastic. And it's a sign, isn't it? Uh, I'll tell you Maybe. in a moment. That's all I got. <laughs> Better Why than I me, asking man. you, Deva. <laughs> I just put a tarp because I can't remember it all. Else. Uh, the ball still no, still in there, still in there, it's hanging up there. Oh, that's right, you punted. Uh, the correct answer right. is a portable toilet. Oh, that's right. Oh you my watched, goodness! Watched that's where I was getting short. the plastic. It's made out of yeah, yeah. it's made out of plastic. Yeah, it's a porta john. Don't remember that at all. Uh, question three. In what ocean did the film Captain Phillips take place? Speaking of Tom Hanks. Locked in. I'm locked in. Locked in. Devo? Well, I said the Indian Ocean because they were Somali pirates. Andy? That's exactly the same logic I had. Indian Ocean. Kels. I also went with the Indian Ocean because I felt like we haven't mentioned it today. Well, <laughs> We'd hate for the Indian Ocean. Our fans in the Indian Ocean, we don't want to be slighting you. We have a couple. In the Indian Ocean, like on a boat <laughs> with Wi-Fi. Hey, man. Are you from India? Those pelagic snakes we talked about earlier <laughs> hang out there a lot. Right. Um, which is also the same ocean that uh, Captain Phillips takes place because they were indeed Somali pirates. Yay. Did we just yay Somali pirates or that we got the answer right? <laughs> I'm going to go with the question. I don't think we're yay and squad. I don't think we're. No, we don't. No, no, no. We hear Brain Little do not ad, does not advocate piracy. Well, unless they're fans of the show. <laughs> yes, and then are. I mean, if they if they, <laughs> if they are good fans of the show, and they give us a review on iTunes or so, then yeah, we're we're fine with it. Yeah. All right. Question, <laughs> question four. Although a box office flop, this movie, inspired by Jacques Cousteau, stars Bill Murray, Owen Wilson, Kate Blanchett. Angelica Houston, Willem Dafoe, Jeff Goldblum, and Michael Gammon, Gammon, among others. So you can give me the the short name, or if you give me the the full name correctly, I'll give you some bonus points. Okay, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm just thinking about the full name. I'm locked in. Uh, Kels? I believe it's the life aquatic with Steve Zizou. Okay. The oh. so with Steve Zizou is the uh, bonus part, Andy. I just have life aquatic. Okay. And Deva. I have life aquatic with Steve Zizou. All right. That is a really intriguing movie. That is the only. Wes Anderson movie I ever fell asleep watching. 
Yeah, I just when, couldn't. Wendy and I it was not engaging. I thought it was okay. I thought it was pretty good. Wendy hated it. In fact, I ended up watching the, the rest of it by myself. Wendy kind of like, yeah, I'm done with this. Yeah, it was it was not a very engaging film to me. I couldn't get into it either. Yeah. I tried. All right, at the end of round four, Andy still in the lead with 92, although Kells is a close second with 91, and Davo <laughs> is hanging in there at 82. Woot! I still can't believe I'm winning this because I feel like I'm losing. Well, when you win, we all win. <laughs> That's not true, Davo. Only I win. <laughs> yeah. Got a point. All right. Category five is sports. Okay. Question one. The winner of this... Please tell me there's no water wrestling. No, there's not. I mean, there is water wrestling, but not in this quiz. There's also (laughs) underwater hockey and underwater football, and there's a lot of underwater sports. I'm sure someday there's going to be underwater Quidditch. You can't yeah, breathe underwater, right? These people know this, right? That's why they have snorkels. Oh, okay. All right, question one. The winner of this ocean race gets to keep the oldest trophy in international sports. First one in 1851. I'm locked in. You said this ocean race? Yes. Because this is a theme, a question, or a quiz about oceans. I don't doubt that part. I'm I'm locked in. This is probably the only one I'm going to get out of all of these. Oh. Yeah, I have no idea. When in doubt, make some up. <laughs> just think you back know, I to did your a old whole episode promos. like that once. You know, just think back to those old wrestling promos and you'll pull yet another answer out of your <laughs> nose. I was serious about the Perry Saturn one though. I know you were. I felt the seriousness. <laughs> and that's just the kind of obscure like put the little red string between weird pictures logic that you would connect. <laughs> I mean, it, probably, right, it probably helped that he already had the answer and he just had to make the connections yeah I've seen him do that too many times I know he was fed the answers but I've seen him do that too many times he sold All your right. prank so well I still can't get over it <laughs> alright Andy what's your answer well, you know, I couldn't come up with this one. Then I remembered an interview with uh, Cindy Lauper and Captain Lou Abano. And, and Cindy Lauper asked Captain Lou how he became a captain, and, and he'd done it through racing and sailing, and he'd won the America's Cup. So um, I think it's America's Cup. Else? I had no idea. So I said, um, it's the been around the world and I, I, I Cup. <laughs> <laughs> did you find your baby? Yeah, I did, actually. I, I don't nice. know what that means either. 
I don't either. All right, Devo. You never heard that song? I, I don't know what song that you're referring to. Oh, oh I know what song it is now. Oh, my God. It's Sorry. Lisa Stansfield. Come on. Yeah, yep, I got it. Who? I, I also put down the America's Cup. The correct answer is the America's Cup. So uh, the New York Yacht Club won it for the first time in 1851. And maybe the reason that you don't hear about it, Kells, is it's not a regular event. Basically, the yacht club that holds it gets challenged by other yacht clubs, and then they um, typically will just be a one-on-one race. And it's usually a series of races, like three to seven races, depending on how they define it. But the New York Yacht Club held on to that trophy for 132 years before they finally lost it. All right, question two. Yeah. In surfing, what is a dagger board? Dagger board. I'm I'm gonna lock in. I'm locked I in. I like my answer. I'm locked in as well. Kels? I said it was the board used to kill sharks that you might okay. run up on. Oh, good. Andy? Oh. Um, it's a nail file because it's important to have good cuticles when you're hanged head. Okay. And Devo. <laughs> I said it was the little fin on the back of the surfboard. The little tiny oh, fin. Oh, that's actually that. a good answer. Oh. oh. That, yeah. So, technically, see, I'm not seeing it here now, but. I'll, I'll give it to you, Devo. The dagger board is uh, a long fin on the bottom of the board that keeps you from uh, having lateral movement. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Good to know. Question three. Evergreen State College in Olympia, Washington has an interesting mascot, which is also tasty seafood. What is their mascot? Locked in. Hmm. Surprise, Kels. I am locked in. It's all over these these minor uh, or smaller sports mascots. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Uh. I struggle. <laughs> How else will you get through, Andy? <laughs> oh, no, it's good, fellas. <laughs> I know what you were doing. You see in the helicopter. Oh, man. Um, um, <laughs> Uh, I'll I'll lock in. Sure. Andy? I'm game. Um, I don't know specifically this college, but as as most of you know, I was extraordinarily athletic in high school, and I was called the shrimp 
and because uh, of its <laughs> prowess. And so I'm presuming that that same compliment I had in high school carries through to, to the university. So yeah, they're, they're okay. the shrimps. David? Well, you said in your question, yes. tasty seafood, which led me to not want to put down like a fish. It wasn't, I know fish are tasty seafood, but you might've said fish otherwise. So I said, which coincidentally was my high school athletic mascot. Uh, my nickname was the scallop. So <laughs> I, uh, I went with the scallop. <laughs> I don't know why, but scallop is brilliant. To Kelt, Kelt, what was your nickname in, in high school? Uh, um, well, it wasn't spelled the same way, oh, but I was the nice. muscle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, and that's probably not too far from the truth. Yeah, and, uh, I, I was, I was the elevator actually. But your answer is the muscle. You, your name was actually the elevator. Well, uh, to be totally honest, I gave it to myself and then validated it. So. Oh, <laughs> you're not allowed to give them to yourself. Well, but they were the muscles? They're the evergreen muscles? No. no. That's awesome. Oh. <laughs> they are the evergreen gooey ducks. Oh, they are. <laughs> Have you ever had one? duck. A it's what? It's a giant clam. It? It's a giant clam. It's a clam? Yeah, it's, spelled, it's, G -E duck? it's spelled G E O D U C K, but pronounced gooey duck. And they're uh, they're so it's a clam, but it's called a duck. What type of wizardry are you? This is this an April Fool's joke? It's duck season but and rabbit season. Gooey oh. ducks are very real, and they are very large clams, and they are gross. Except <laughs> except for the you don't like oysters, really like them, and will pay a lot of money for them. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I mean, if, yes, if, they're if, kind if of a delicacy, is, but they're like huge, caviar. and they're ugly. They're like huge and ugly and nasty looking things. Is it like eating an oyster any... though, or is it no? I mean, is the oyster on a bigger scale, or is it something completely different? Oh, it's not spelled gooey duck. Oh, I get it. It's spelled geo duck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I've seen... There's a picture I'm looking at. It's amazing. That's their actual yeah. I didn't know what it was. Okay. It looks like a burrito with an artichoke stuck through it. <laughs> it looks like a, a burrito trying to digest the artichoke. Yeah, burritos eat an artichoke. <laughs> oh, man. So in case it wasn't clear, the Evergreen State College yeah. is kind of an unusual, uh, it's a non-traditional college. Their their, mod, their motto is huh. Omnia Exteris, which means let it all hang out. Um. Students design their own wow. curriculum, basically. Um, they don't really have grades, per se. Uh, I think everything's pretty much pass-fail. Uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting place. It's a beautiful campus, though. I used to live uh, pretty close to it. And they are in the... Uh, oh. They compete in the NAIA, in case you were wondering. No problem. <laughs> All right, are we ready for question four? Okay. Yeah. I did not know this. 
prior to looking up this question, but yachting or sailing has been an event at every modern Olympic Games except for one. What U.S. city was the host of the Olympics that didn't have any sailing events? The only modern Olympics that didn't have sailing events. It'd have to be a summer Olympics, right? That wasn't Duh. part of the question, but... <laughs> Um, I shouldn't be talking out loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, locked I'm locked in with a uh, with a something. You know, now that you mentioned guess. it, Andy, it, it could be ambiguous. Yeah. There were actually probably several that didn't have it, um, if you include Winter Olympics, but we're definitely talking about Summer Olympics. Right. All right, I'm, I'm okay. locking in with a total uh, guess. Let's start with Devo. Um, I went way back in time, and I locked in with St. Louis. Andy? Ooh. All I could think of for a Summer Olympics in the United States was Los Andy Angeles. Tells. Well, I did think about St. Louis, okay. but I went with uh, Atlanta. Yeah, you, you. I mean, Atlanta and St. Louis are both kind of obvious. I could, I'm guessing you probably decided not to, not to go with St. Louis because of the river there. You know, like, um, well, the correct answer is yeah. St. Louis, and I'm not sure if I'm not sure if the lack of open water was the reason or not. Because there's other, there's been other places that haven't been on the ocean, like Atlanta, for example, that did have sailing events. But all right, at the end of round five, Andy, you're no longer solely in the lead. It is one of Andy and Devo are tied with one o two. And Kells is uh, in second place or third place with 91. Close game, guys. Which brings brings us to our last category. Dun, dun, dun. By this time, I was kind of struggling to think of new ocean categories. So I ended up going with fictional sea captains. Yar! <laughs> Captain Crunch, ahoy! Captain Crunch is not fiction. We've talked about this. Okay. Question one. What is the nationality of Captain Nemo from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Oh. Uh, locked in. Mm, I'm locked in too, but I'm not happy. Yeah. Yes. I think so. Let's start with Devo. I don't know how precise you want to be as far as nationalities go. I was very broad. I believe he was Indian. Okay. That's a nation. Else? Also with Indian. And Andy. I went with Indian. And- <laughs> anyway, yes. Uh, some people may know the name Captain Nemo from movies like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I think it was a comic book too, wasn't it? Or a yes. graphic novel. Very good graphic uh, novel. Where he, really bad movie. Where he was also known as, was also known as uh, Prince Dakar, I think. Something mm-hmm. like that. 
because he is indeed Indian. Yeah. His, his father, his father was like an Indian Raja or something like that. Hmm. Question two: <clears throat> Captain Archibald Haddock is a character from which Belgian comic series? Oh, I'm locked in. I am locked in. I am locked in as well. Really? Yes, I am. All right, I'm locked in. All right. Uh, let's start with Kells. What's your answer? Um, I'd like to give a shout out to HBO and um, Snowy, the dog in the show. I believe it is The Adventures of Tintin. Eva? Uh, the Adventures of Tintin. And Andy. The Adventures of Captain and Tennille. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I don't think Captain and Tennille had a character named Archibald Haddock, but The Adventures would of Tintin. Would have been cool did. if they would have. Oh, sure. Yeah. On trombone, Captain Archibald Haddock. <laughs> yeah, how cool does that sound? <laughs> Come on. All right. Question three. What is the name of Captain Ahab's ship from Moby Dick? And for a bonus, for a bonus, what is that? Not what is the ship, but what is the ship named after? Named after? I know the... Yeah, I know the name, but yeah, I'm locked in. I'm locked in with maybe partial credit. I'm I'm locked in with half an answer. Well, the the what's it named after is just a bonus. So, oh, okay, and I've got the okay. Andy, what do you have? It's the Pequod. Okay, Kels. I went with the Pequod, and I believe that was the name of his first love <laughs> in, high, in high school. Lovely Pequod. Uh, and Davo. I got the wrong Qua. I went with Queequeg. So, oh, that's one of the characters. Yeah. Well, the correct answer is Pequod. And that is the name of an Indian tribe, a Native American tribe in the Connecticut area. Oh. oh. Where his first love took her name from, right? <laughs> let, it, let it go, Kels. You're already winning. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, question four. Captain Jack Aubrey is the captain of the Sophie in, the first, in this first book of a 20-plus book series. So I'm looking for the name of the first book of that series, which is kind of also a placeholder for the series as a whole, I think. I'm locked in. Uh, man. So we're asking about the name of the books or the name of the... I'm the name of the book. Say, the name of the book. What did you say the captain's name was? Hmm? 
the what captain. Did you say the captain's name was Jack Aubrey, A U B R E Y. He was the captain of the Sophie. Sophie. So no pressure on this last question, but right now the scores are separated by one point. Yeah, not for much longer. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got uh-huh. a joke answer. Um, I doubt there are that many books in this series, but I'm going to go with it. Locked in? Yeah, I'm going to lock in. Okay. Kels? Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, Andy? Uh, Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard, and that's the name of the ship that's going to take us all away. <laughs> if we believe, if we really believe. And Deva. Horatio Hornblower. Huh. That's a real guy. Uh, the correct answer is Master and Commander. Oh. oh. You may have seen I've the even movie. seen that movie. I, I have seen, seen that movie. It's a good movie. Is he Captain Aubrey? In that? Movie, Russell Crowe. I don't think. Does he play? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. It's a really good movie. I didn't know there were that many books in that series. Yeah. No, I love the movie. Was it Far Side of the World? Far Side of the yeah. World. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Okay. I'm curious now. I thought it was. Yeah. Uh... So it's not Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, Russell Crowe played Captain Jack Aubrey. Um, so this is easily the closest game we've ever had. I have, for the final scores, before the final question, Andy and Devo tied at 122, and Kells has 121. I, I'm afraid I might end up having to come up with a, uh, a tiebreaker, depending on how well you guys do on this last question, because I think in, I'm thinking you guys might actually do pretty well. Um, so it would be, it would be criminal to do a oceans themed show without talking about oceans 11. Yes. So I have in front of me a list of 22 actors who played in the Steven Soderbergh versions of the oceans 11 series. So oceans 11, 12, 13, and eight. And all you need to do is name any 10 of those actors for 10 points each. So we're not talking about the original 1960s version, but Correct. rather the, the modern version. Okay. Right. How many actors do I need to come up with? You need 10 for 10 points all each. Right. And there's 22 total. There's no bonuses Thanks. for getting extras. Kelvin. Okay. <laughs> you just do you just want the guys in on the heist or this is the yeah i'm sorry these are the people that are actually in the 11 12 13 like or 8 it. not ancillary characters okay. you don't need just character names on actor names i'm looking for the actor names i could give you both if you need i don't it. need it you show off <laughs> i know i have i did really very poorly in sports so <sighs> I'm having a harder time than I should have with this.
All right, Kel, since you are in the rear, why don't you start us off? All right. So I have George Clooney as Danny Ocean, uh, Brad Pitt, Rusty Ryan as Carl Reiner, there's Don Cheadle, there's Bernie Mac, Casey Affleck, Scott Kahn, Matt Damon, um, Andy Garcia, there's Terry Benedict, and Julia Roberts, Tess Ocean, who was the 12 in Ocean's 12. Uh, Andy? I have George Clooney, Julia Roberts, Carl Reiner, Matt Damon, Andy Garcia, Brad Pitt, Bernie Mac, Elliot Gould, Sammy Davis Jr., and Frank Sinatra. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I ran out at eight. <laughs> and Devo. Uh, Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Bernie Mac, Casey Affleck, Matt Damon, Anne Hathaway, Kate Blanchett. Oh, that's right. Rihanna, Don Cheadle, oh. and Sarah Paulson. You didn't go with Aquafina? <laughs> Did not go with Aquafina. <laughs> I just love I just love how she spells her name. That is fantastic. Uh, so let's start with Andy. Uh, your first eight were correct. The last two were not. So you have. They were in a movie called Ocean's Eleven, I assure you. I know, but I was pretty specific. <laughs> we agree with you. <laughs> Kells, um, you mentioned Andy Garcia. You know, he he was not in. He was not one of the gang in Ocean's Eleven or Twelve. He was But he was in Thirteen. So you got 100 yes. points for that one. And Devo, you. Uh, you got, hmm? you got some of the Ocean's also 8 ladies, including Rihanna, Anne Hathaway, Blanchett, and Sarah Paulson. And you got all 10 of them right, which means our final final scores are Andy <laughs> with 202, Kells with 221, and Devo with 222 points. Devo! Woo! Woo! That was a close one. That was a great match, guys. Oh. Let me no, get this orange belt play. off and hand it to Andy. Thanks. As I Andy. climb to green. Green belt for me. Up on high. How high was the ocean bait? Did you see it? Me? Did I see it? No. <laughs> I just remember <laughs> the trailer. It was all right. I, I saw it on Netflix, <laughs> I think, or somewhere. I don't know, I remember. Well, thank you very much, guys, for an excellent game. I I had a great time. I, I won, so I had an even better time. Oh, so from all of us here Love to see you at the Brain Ladle <laughs> Trivia Podcast, this is Green Belt Devo with Orange Belt Andy. So long, Ladle Brainers. Purple Belt Kells. How about a nice cold Coke 45? And Sensei Neil. More wonderful than the lore of old men and the lore of books is the secret lore of ocean. That's a quote by H.P. Lovecraft. (laughs) 
signing off. Uh, hello, all you good trivia people out there. Uh, if you like what you hear, I have exciting news uh, for you. You can listen to this show on your favorite podcast apps, wherever that might be. Whatever uh, floats your boat. Uh, got any ideas, you can tweet us at uh, Ladlebrain. If you're into the Facebook kind of thing, uh, we're at Brain Ladle Productions. Also, YouTube at Brain Ladle Productions. Kind of redundant, but you get the idea. We also have a website, BrainLadleTrivia.com. If you want to get us individually, there's a Neil, there's Kels, there's Davo, and there's even a, an Andy fellow. If you're feeling generous, uh, also have a Patreon. You know, if you can send us some ducats, it really help out the show. And that also, that leads into us helping you. So help us, help you, and you be classy out there. Obama out. The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved.